My name is Annie Lobert, and I'm a champion survivor of trafficking to tell you that God can heal you from any hurt that's ever happened to you. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you too. Hi, friends, and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair, where we invite the presence of God, we inspire purpose, and ignite passion in people's hearts to spread God's love throughout the world. Speaking of that, this week's subject is a little heavy, and I'm not going to lie. I have been holding this in for so many years, friends. I just have to say it today, and I have to share it today because it's been so heavy on my heart. As you know, and if some of you don't know, let me just update you to speed. I am the founder of Hookers for Jesus, Destiny House, and Pink Chair. And I have been doing this work for almost 20 years. I'm in this work because I am a survivor warrior sister, just like my show says. I've overcome this world. I got my healing, still healing, by the way. But I also started doing work almost right away after I got out a couple years after I started doing outreach to women that were just like me, stuck in trafficking. My background's not simple. It's not clean, but there is a pattern that happens to a lot of people that get into the sex industry. And one of those patterns is there's usually a pattern of child abuse, whether it's sexual, physical, emotional, mental, any type of abuse that is repetitive over and over, but mostly violent or sexual abuse can cause someone to choose the sex industry as a job choice eventually and make it look like that's actually something that they want to do. And here's the real deal is that I never, as a young girl said, Hey, I'm going to be a stripper. I'm going to knock on doors and have sex with random men and get paid And I'm going to be a really expensive, high-class call girl one day and go to Hollywood and get famous. Never in my mind or my heart or my soul did I think that I would ever be in that lifestyle or be stuck in a place where I was with two different men that became violent in my life, who abused me, who trafficked me, who raped me, who forced me who coerced me, who manipulated me, who gaslit me, locked me up, who kidnapped me and made me stay in the industry for more than 10 years. At that point in my life, I was so broken. When I finally did get out August 2nd, 2003, I felt a sigh of relief. I cannot describe the freedom that I felt. I cried out to Jesus And I literally got my wings back and I could finally see that now my life was going to mean something different. I wasn't just an ex-prostitute. I wasn't just an ex-exotic stripper dancer. I wasn't just an ex 
to violence, domestic violence victim. I wasn't just a trafficking survivor. I was now an overcomer, God's daughter, God's princess. Yeah, I said it. His beautiful princess that was destined to help others get out of similar situations. So that's why we're here. And as some of you know, I started Destiny House named after a miscarriage that I had right before I overdosed. I didn't know I was pregnant by the time I figured it out. It was the day of I had a miscarriage and it was very painful. Not only that, I was full of shame. I remember sitting there in the bathroom and crying, thinking this beautiful person never had a chance. And in my gut of gut, I felt that was a female, a female child that was inside of her, inside of me. And I named her Destiny. That's why the name of our house is Destiny House. We have a home for women that deals with the trauma. Ladies can come and stay there up to two years. Everything from A to Z in the healing realm. Rest, first of all, most of all, rest just to rest their heads, to eat, to relax, binge watch some television shows, listen to some music and crank it, dance, sing, whatever they want to do, work out. We provide that, a nice soft bed, pillows to lay their head on, blankets to comfort them, brand new clothing. Most ladies don't have any clothing when they leave the industry. They have nothing. So we provide brand new clothing. We have a little closet, Ladies of Destiny closet, if they want to go inside and pick through some very beautiful clothing that generous donors have given us. And then, of course, we get them new shoes and tennis shoes and toiletries. I don't know about you, ladies, but if I don't have my makeup, I don't have my cute little hairspray and my curling iron to curl my hair, I am lost. <laughs> As you can tell just by looking at my skin and the colors that I wear, I'm a girly girl. And my nails, we provide that as well. Nail polish, makeup, toiletries, whatever they need. Lotion, nice conditioner for their hair, face masks if they want it, to just get them back into a feeling of normalcy. And not only that, home-cooked meals. They can go shopping again and pick the kind of foods that they want. And basically, even if they want little fun snacks, if they want Cheetos, that's fine. I don't recommend Cheetos, even though I have an act addiction of it myself. But yeah, sometimes when you're stressed out and you want to eat naughty, you'll eat Cheetos and cupcakes <laughs> and maybe have a couple sips of pop. But we also provide trauma counseling and group therapy. Not only that, equine therapy. Another great thing we are wonderfully excited about is a brand new teaching on self-defense. We have a company that's partnering with us and we're gonna be teaching ladies how to fight, how to fight back, how to get their power back. That is so important when you've been physically abused and raped, something that got taken away from you was your own self of agency able to fight back. 
Some of us, when we're getting abused, we freeze and we don't know what to do. So having self-defense under our belts, learning what it is to fight back and take care of ourselves means everything. Now, ladies try to not only just lay around and get sleep and get the rest they need, the deep trauma healing that they need. We love to provide also therapy for art as well and workout therapy, getting their bodies back in shape, eating the right foods, painting, drawing, whatever the mind needs stability for, we try to provide that. What's really cool though is once they get further into the program, a couple months into it, now we look into GED and education pieces, vocational training, whatever school that they might've wanted to go to before they were trafficked, we look into that with them. We partner with them and for them to search for careers, job readiness skills, life skills in general. So important that that is provided for clients that are getting out of trafficking. Then of course, legal aid, helping them with court cases, making sure they make it to their court appearances. Also medical, anything medical, doctor visits, checkups, anything that they never had when they were being trafficked or even before. We go to the doctor, you go to the doctor. Don't you want that for your clients too? Don't you want that for people that you're helping? They have a right to see medical help, right? How about the dentist? Everybody wants a nice smile. Let's help them get to the dentist. Work with dentists that are partnering with us in the community to help replace teeth, to do porcelain veneers, to do crowns, to do cavities, anything to help their smile. Everything's in a smile when you apply for a job. Know that. If you have no teeth applying for a job, good luck getting hired. We also partner with tattoo artists that will cover up their tattoos. And they want to remove them. They can remove their tattoos from their brandings. Traffickers like to brand people that have been trafficked to show ownership. That is something that is terribly underrated. It happens. And branding is something that every time you look at your skin, you see your trafficker's name or the gang that you were part of. Uh Uh-uh. Let's cover that up with a beautiful flower or something or a heart or a butterfly, or let's just take it off completely. And one thing that I love that we do, we provide transportation. I can't stand the bus, y'all. First of all, the bus stinks. Okay. Uh, There's dangerous people on the bus. Sometimes there's dangerous people at the bus stop. We have a car program. We help survivors get their first vehicle. This is what we like to do. And you know, because of the way the economy's been, we have not been able to do it like we want to with our current survivors that are graduating our programs. Now, after the Destiny House, they can stay there up to two years. They go into the Dream House and Dream House is our second home. And it's not 24-7 care, but they have case management services, advocacy, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. They live on their own, and now they have roommates, other ladies that have graduated our program. 
Dreamhouse is a wonderful place to work on their careers, work on their life skills, save money for their job, for their car, so we can partner with them and help them get a car, save money for their new permanent housing that they're going to be moving into. Now at Dreamhouse, they can stay up to two years. So our program consists of four years with two different houses. Friends, this is very meaningful work that we do. And it's up to you and to us to make sure that these services stay available for our clients that are coming out of trafficking. We live off public and private donations and we need your partnership. We need your support to make sure that our doors stay open. At the first house, it's 24-7 care house managers around the clock to make sure that they're safe, that they have transportation, that they get the care that they need in case they have a nightmare. Someone's there to wake up with them and talk to them and drink hot milk or cocoa with them, pray with them, whatever that looks like to help them get back to sleep from their trauma and their nightmares. This work to me personally is so important. I want to also share with you that When I first started doing this work, there was no one else doing this work. No one else had the guts, first of all, and no one didn't know what they were doing. (laughs) It was something that only someone like me could actually teach. And I did that well. I taught a lot of people how to open up safe houses, how to start the safe house. I do trainings on that. Contact us if you're interested. But here's the point that I wanted to make. Partnering with us is very important. Not only are we survivor-led, but we are survivor-founded almost 20 years now. There's a couple points I want to make. If you're thinking about working with this population, I love the fact that you want to help trafficking victims by starting your own ministry, business, or nonprofit or safe house. Kudos. Thank you so much. It means so much to all of us that you're willing to step into this life-changing work. Trust me, it's going to be a sacrifice. Trust me, you will most likely get vicarious trauma. Trust me, you need training and you really need to pray about why you want to do this work because your help does matter, but also as much as you want to help, All these victims and survivors, you can harm as many as you're helping. I don't like that some of you are not willing to partner. And I'm not saying all of you are not willing to partner with survivor-founded, survivor-led agencies like ours. It hurts my heart because we have years of advocacy and service to victims of trafficking behind us. We have longevity. We've been here for a long time. Do you really want to help victims? Then donate to us. Here's some advice for you. That way you can vet other legit trafficking homes that are helping victims out, that have been established, that desperately need your support, to continue to do the excellent work that they're doing, 
not just us, but others that we know that are already doing this work. Number one, donate to them. Donate to us. It's really important. More often than not, they, we are struggling for donations just to keep the door open. There is a stigma against people like me, other survivors. Yes, this is the truth, y'all. You might not want to believe me, but it is happening right now as we speak. I see more donations going to orgs that have no survivors leading it. They get millions of dollars. And then we sit back and we watch. We watch our payroll barely being made for the people that are caring for the victims. And it really hurts my heart that you could give to another org. And maybe because they're not survivor-led, you trust them better? Why wouldn't you trust us? We're the ones with experience. We're the ones with the backing to know what trafficking is and how to treat victims and how to help them get better because we've gotten better and we know. Number two, partner with us. If you can't donate, lock arms and give one of your services. It means so much to partner with survivor-led founded initiatives against trafficking. The clients will appreciate it and so will we. This is the thing, everyone. The survivors and the victims are watching you. They're watching all of you and they're watching your orgs pop up. They're watching your church try to help with this and they're seeing if you really understand what this looks like helping a survivor out. Helping a survivor out is actually donating to a survivor-led founded agency like ours. Number three, get trained by us. We're the experts. I understand there's trauma therapists out there. There's psychologists out there. There's well-meaning people that want to counsel and have studied social studies. But we are obviously life experienced experts. We know how to help bring freedom, healing, and wholeness to not just our own lives, but the clients that we're serving. We understand the patterns we understand how many times we might go back. We understand trauma triggers. We understand our own stigmas against the normal population. We understand more than you realize. We also see who's real and who's not. We can tell by looking at you if you're judging us or not, by the way you're treating us, by the looks that you give, by the way you speak to us the way that you address us, the way you talk about us behind your backs. Yeah. Four, stop attempting to compete with us for funding. Let us join you and stand side by side with you. Introduce us to your donors. Don't say you're the only agency out there. Tell the donors that you're talking to, well, look, my survivor sister over here, check her out. She's doing great work too. Go look at their agency. You should help them. And especially if you've met your budgeted needs and you have excess money, hey, help us out. We need your support too. 
Five, stop duplicating services. If we're already doing it well, why would you start another safe house? If our safe house isn't full completely, why would you start somewhere, another safe house across town or right next door? That doesn't make any sense. Stop competing and duplicating with us. Doesn't make sense. I don't know about you, but it's, I guess, kind of like banks and maybe churches even where you have a bank and then there's another bank right across the street. That's not very nice. Not trying to be in corporate America. This is nonprofit work. Too many services will cause a lot of nonprofits to shut down. And if we're not doing something right, tell us. We're not afraid of you to hear honesty and truth. For us to work with you, we need you to tell us what we're doing wrong. Don't be afraid of us. Tell us. Number six, pray about if you're really called to aftercare and to helping trafficking victims. This is a lifetime commitment for me personally. And I don't know about you. The survivors and victims are looking at us to see, are you in this for the long haul? Do you really care about us? Do you really like us? Are you our friend? Do you really mean what you say? Do you really back up what you say you're going to do? Let me watch you and see. Let me tell you something. This work can cause a lot of burnout and vicarious trauma. And it is not for the faint of heart. This is a well thought out, prayed about investment of your time, your energy, and your finances and everything that you do in your life. This work is not only incredibly meaningful and life-changing for not just yourself, but for the clients that you're serving. So because of that, you need to remember that once you get into this work, clients are watching you. They're going to see how long you're going to stay in it. And if you dip in and then dip out because it was too difficult, please explain to them and ask for forgiveness. Because listen, I don't like people that leave my life. Do you like people that leave your life? We want the same things that you do. And that was my point number seven. We want the same success as y'all. I want insurance too. I want employee benefits too. I want a dentist too. I want good health care too. I want nice clothes too. I want cute hair too. I want to drive a nice car. I want to own my own business. Everything that you're helping the survivor get back on her feet for, just remember she or he, they're watching you and the nice things that you have and they deserve it too. You don't think they deserve the American dream? You think you got to give them a handout? You think you got to give them a used piece of clothing? It's not right. We want the same thing as you. We want nice things too. We want people that love us too. And we want good relationships too. Give us a piece of the pie. Help us. Help survivor-founded, survivor-led initiatives. It's so important. Help us expand so we can help 
more survivors. I ask you about your vision. Is part of your vision of your ministry or your org or your nonprofit, is 10% of that going to survivor-led initiatives? Is 10% going to helping expand your neighboring nonprofit that is survivor-founded and survivor-led? To me, that's trauma-informed as an agency. Helping rebuild our lives. This makes total sense. If you claim to help trafficking victims, then support us as leaders too. Don't just give us a job at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, okay? Or a waitressing job. Give us a job at your corporate business. Give us a job to be a corporate leader, to open up our own business. Show us what success looks like by offering us the same type of success. Friends, if this meant something to you today, I would love for you to email me and tell me. And if if I've offended you at all, hey, I'll take that email too, but I'm going to ask you sincerely to take that up with God. Because the last time I checked, you want to help victims. And to me, this is what real help looks like. This show, supporting Annie's Pink Chair, supporting our podcast, spreading the word about the book that I've written, buying a copy from the website, Spanish or English, and giving this to one of your friends that wants to learn about trafficking. This is not an easy read, by the way. This is not for the faint of heart, but it reads like a movie. I highly encourage you to get this book. And yes, becoming our partner, watching the show is supporting, spreading a good review, telling people, hey, go check out that podcast. It's awesome. Yes, it's by a survivor founder and survivor-led agency. I hope you got something out of this today. Like I said, friends, I've held this in for years. And I hope that I've enlightened you a little bit and opened up your eyes and also giving you the ability to help on a deeper level with survivor-led, survivor-founded initiatives. Thank you, my friends. My name is Annie Lobert, and thank you for coming on Annie's Pink Chair. Hi, friends. It's Annie Lobert from Annie's Pink Chair, and I am actually on location at our nonprofit ministry called The Destiny House. And do you feel and see the presence that's going on here? The peace, the calmness, the comfort, the beautiful grass, the trees. This is what each woman comes to when she enters our Destiny House program for sex trafficking victims. Would you please consider partnering with us monthly or just send us a one-time donation? Just go to our website at hookersforjesus.net and click on donate. And listen, your donation goes to a good cause and it's tax deductible. Thank you so much. Hi, 
Hi, Annie Lobert here, and I talk a lot about my story, and I relate it to a lot of the talks I have with my guests and my own little preaches that I do on this show, and I just wanted to inform you about my book that I wrote. This was my name when I was in the game, Fallon. My name was Fallon York, but this is Fallen Out of the Sex Industry and Into the Arms of the Savior. Super simple. Go to our website, pinkchair.org. You can get your own book. This reads like a movie. But not only that, my friends, this shows you what sex trafficking is in our own backyard, the United States. Would you please go to pinkchair.org and click on Donate? Become a monthly partner. It's super easy to give up a coffee once a month, isn't it? Or maybe a shopping spree. Wouldn't it be nice to donate that to our housing? We have two houses and three apartments. Thank you so much for donating.